Welcome to the Hired Geek Podcast. I'm Dustin Ramsdell, and every week I'm having conversations with influential hired leaders about the work they're doing, the impact they're making, and how you too can better implement technology to support student success. Our episode today may go in a variety of different directions, but I think it will broadly be about workforce development, how institutions can kind of best leverage their assets and their institutional uh, sort of power to help uh, make kind of impactful connections for students and for themselves and just obviously kind of the uh, the economy at large. So I think there's a lot to kind of get into and our guest uh, is involved in a lot of stuff and I'm excited to kind of explore all of his sort of background and perspectives and insights and everything. So we will uh, get right to it. Jeffrey, if you want to introduce yourself briefly, uh, kind of who you are, what you do, and then we'll uh, start exploring it a bit. Sure. Well, thank you, Dustin, for having me. So uh, wonderful to be here. Jeffrey Roach, uh, to, to your point, wear multiple hats, serve as the Director of Workforce Development for Siemens Health and Ears, and then also serve as the industry lead advisor uh, of the National Healthcare Practice for an organization called Core Education, uh, PBC. Yeah, and I guess, you know, Sometimes it's like when people do a lot of things, I kind of almost want to like call that out where it's like, that is awesome that you give so much of your time and are an engaged and involved leader in the space and just kind of almost taking a moment to honor that. But then also seeing how like they're all maybe kind of playing off of each other of like you're, you know, getting something from one place that gives to another and vice versa. So like if you want to just sort of like highlight some of the advisor positions and different things that you do and how you see sort of all the things that you're doing sort of intersecting and working together. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, you know, my entire career really from a biographical perspective has been really between healthcare and education. And so when I look at when I started, I was a hospital administrator, came into academia and served on the president's cabinet, at two different institutions. It's always been about bridging and bringing together education and industry. And today, you know, that's still the, the focus of without question, a lot of my work is how do you solve what we know are some of our most challenging national issues by bringing together industry and higher education? And I'm a very strong believer in the power of, of education, but I often think that higher ed hasn't always leveraged those industry partnerships. And, and on the other side, industry hasn't always leveraged those higher ed partnerships as well to really forge solutions that are sustainable innovative and also transformational. Yeah. And I know like healthcare in particular, I feel like it's always sort of certainly over the past few years. And I think that as with many other things, which is sort of an accelerant of continued demands for qualified folks to be working in healthcare. And we're just continuing to kind of see that play out. So that being just like a really good example to sort of be engaging with that I think is applicable in a lot of other areas. But so from your perspective, we'll start kind of the 30,000 feet view and start to zoom in a bit. Like, what is your perspective on the current state of workforce development in higher ed? Like you said, I think both sides maybe are, I don't know what adjective or word you might use, but like just not kind of leveraging each other to their fullest extent. So like maybe kind of detailing that a little bit more and maybe explaining why that is and has been the case. You know, it's interesting. If you look at the field of workforce development in higher education, as you know, and, and you know, obviously, I think many of your listeners will know, community colleges have been at the forefront for so long and have truly been uh, builders of, of really transformation in workforce development. If you look back in, you know, even early times of higher ed, community colleges literally have, have built the foundations of a lot of workforce development. I think public and private are still trying to figure out generally where their place is within the concept of workforce development. And I'm encouraged 
that you're starting to see more and more institutions, both on the public and private side, realize that they can play a really pivotal role when it comes to workforce development. And I think part of that is, is, is it, you know, the community colleges are, are also going through a really challenging time when you talk about enrollment, very challenging times when you talk about tuition and, and, and the challenges with the finances. And so are other colleges and universities. And so workforce development is, is certainly a place where you, where you have opportunities from a revenue perspective, but it's also a place where you have a great opportunity to impact and influence industry. And so I think you're starting to see a more strategic decision to say, hey, we've got to invest in that space. We've got to be able to help industry. And, and you know, we're a vital player in that work. And I guess it's sort of like a follow up on that, like, because, you know, nursing programs, again, just sort of like, you know, focusing on healthcare is sort of the example to uplift, like, you know, these programs, like degree programs and things have been around for a long time. So do you see that maybe like part of it in terms of like investing is not even like necessarily doing something new that you've never done before in terms of like a program offering, it could be trying to like, you know, leverage a certificate or different kind of like offerings to kind of reskill and upskill people versus it being like, well, you have to get, you know, a four year degree or nothing. Like, do you see that kind of stuff kind of playing into the sort of, you know, very deliberate kind of connections between an institution and the workforce? Absolutely. And I think what's really critical there is, is I've always said to industry, when you think about it, and, you know, and there are some good statistics on this, but, you know, generally, especially large organizations spend quite a bit of money on corporate training. And oftentimes, you know, they do, they go out and hire consultants and, and such. And while I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not a good decision, I think that that's where you t- turn to your academic partner, see what type of leverage of expertise they have. Nine times out of 10, they have phenomenal resources that could help an industry partner really look at. Uh, you know, a corporate training, a leadership development, a professional development type of opportunity and get credit through, you know, credit for prior learning, different solutions like that. The other thing I think is to your point around certificates is, you know, colleges are in a place to look at more work around dual enrollment and look at how you engage earlier on in the process of K through 12. And that's where I think higher ed is really poised if if they want to make a significant leap to really partner with business and industry and and look at what can we bring to the youth to get them interested in different careers that we know are critical in the future, whether that's healthcare, whether that's tech, whether that's aerospace, whether that's advanced manufacturing, you name it, we've got to go lower than college and we've got to get people interested. And part of that, I think, is, again, education and industry coming together in a more significant way can really help make that possible. Yeah, so it feels like, yeah, sometimes it's like just the modality or sort of, the you know, kind of chunking out of like, you know, what is being taught and how it's being taught and all that, where it can be like, okay, yeah, we have like these hybrid or online offerings, or, you know, you can just take some short courses and that can lead to a certificate, which can lead to a degree and that's sort of helping to get people like go from one step to the next versus having to kind of like take four years to like jump all the way to the top. And then like, certainly there's going to be trying to keep a, an eye on, the content itself and making that relevant where it may mean that you need to, you know, produce some new offerings, but something else that I was thinking of, like you were saying of like, you know, these corporations, organizations investing in their, you know, development of their staff members and everything is like trying to like, just find 
like efficiencies even like when you've really sort of articulated a clear partnership between like an institution and a corporation and you know trying to just really serve each other well because i think sometimes it's just like points of friction for like yeah i work at this corporation but the way that they do like tuition reimbursement or this or that like it just is annoying and like frustrating or very confusing or whatever so that like you know does it make it very enticing for me to use or it doesn't seem to really align up with how you know this institution is offering you know these different programs and different things so it's like that idea if you really want to zero in and try to be you know a good institutional partner to like the workforce it could be really trying to be like okay so how do you guys even like do this stuff and how can we like be better able to uh accept that payment how you would prefer to do it or like just like little things like that i feel like is like trying to find efficiencies or trying to remove friction and hurdles and stuff like that you know as you're figuring out what you should offer how you should offer it and all that there's other just sort of like quality of life little things that you could do too to really sort of amplify this i think to your point you know what i've seen and, and certainly i'm encouraged but we have to see more of it is how can industry find a way um, you know, every day we're seeing different statistics and different articles around how upskilling, reskilling is a major factor for retention for employees that if their employer invests in them to grow, whether that's a, a degree program, whether that's cert- certificates, certifications, et cetera, that there's a greater chance that they're going to feel valued, appreciated, and that they may, that they may stay longer. That's the opportunity for the industry partner and the employer to really partner with a higher ed institution to look at how they cover that amount and not have the employee have to go through tuition reimbursement. You know, that's really, and, and I've seen that. I mean, you know, I've been part of projects in, in, in my higher ed work, even at CORE, where we've worked with healthcare systems to do some really transformational work in that type of space where the employee doesn't have to worry about out-of-pocket expenses, but they have an opportunity because of their employer to get upskilled, grow their career, and, and in essence, really enhance and improve career mobility. And that's really where this is really critical is that on the employer side, you have to really be thinking about career mobility. And on the education side, you're the, you're the hope to help that career mobility happen. And, and we all know career mobility means economic mobility generally. And if we can create that mechanism and help put that into place, we're onto a, a really much better path than we have historically. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this will be kind of where we sit for a little bit is trying to just dig in with this is like, okay, so somebody's like, got it, understood, you know, totally agree. I want to do these things. And if it's sort of trying to look for the outcomes that you should be aiming for, or what you can expect, and those sort of things, like, when you're doing this work, right, like, what is the impact for students just to kind of really lay it out clearly, because I think, to me, it feels like, you know, so much of higher ed is, very archaic, bureaucratic, and confusing, and all these sort of things. So it's like you're at least trying to solve for a little bit of like the guesswork of like, okay, I want to do this. How to like, what should I study, or where should I go, or whatever else? So like that feels like part of it for the for the student. The impact of like having these really good workforce partnerships for a higher institution. Like the student has a much more clear path towards what their you know career goal would be. Yeah. I have always said that if there's one department in higher ed that definitely needs significant investment in, and I think for all the college presidents of the world, they should be paying attention is is career centers. When you look at the influence, the impact that a career center has on the students 
in addition to the faculty. But when you can couple the faculty and the career center, it is truly transformational, particularly if that career center is building you know, critical industry partnerships that are about internships, experiential learning, and jobs. And having seen this you know, firsthand, having been in both higher ed and in industry, and when I look back at my college experience, I was fortunate to go to a school that really invested in our career center and really invested in supporting our students from an experiential learning perspective, internships, you know, externships, you name it, field studies. I think this is really where, when I look at a college budget, it's such a small number that generally goes into career centers and resources and stuff like that. And, and on the industry side, we all know that that's a lot of times where recruiters and other play, people are spending their time, but we're entering a really difficult time. Uh, when you look at the enrollment figures and you look at what's forecasted. And again, I think that's where industry and higher ed can come together to really look at how do you make this a better experience? How do you how do you help current students and help the future current students have those opportunities earlier on? And and I think technology can certainly play a role through VR and, and augmented reality. Um, and, and certainly among the youth uh, to get them interested in certain careers. Well, it happened again. Prospect Paul is excited about attending your institution, but is getting constantly confused by all the information and tasks he needs to complete to enroll, creating friction and even worse, melt. You knew this would happen again, which is why you've been flagging the need for a come to Jesus meeting with leadership from marketing admissions and IT to audit the digital experience for prospective students. Here's the problem. You're not going to convince Mark from marketing to let go of his automation software. Adriana from admissions just got set up with her new CRM. And Isabel from IT is still working through ticket requests from last Christmas. What if you could come to the table with a solution that didn't require anyone to let go of their software while at the same time ensuring a frictionless experience for prospects and current students alike? Well, my friend, guess what? Today's your lucky day. Meet Pathify, an innovative higher ed engagement hub that puts students at the center of their college journey. Pathify sits at the center of your school's digital ecosystem, being the single user experience interface tying together all systems, content, and communications. Their engagement hub elevates the information that matters most and pushes systems like the SIS behind the scenes where they belong, making it simpler for students to discover and engage with the opportunities your institution provides at every step of their higher ed journey, from prospect to alumni. What's even better, Pathify has a mobile experience that provides 100% parity with the responsive web app, so your campus app is always in sync. Pathify is a platform that every stakeholder on campus, from marketing to admissions to student affairs to IT, etc., can get equally excited about. Learn more about how Pathify is uniting strategic units across campus and bettering the entire student experience by visiting pathify.com, and be sure to tell them that Dustin from Hired Geek sent you their way. Because it's the idea of like, okay, if a career services you know office had more resources, what could they theoretically spend that on? Like, yeah, there's so many different paths that you can forge for that exploratory part of like college and you know finding what you want to do and all that. Where like, you know, if you've developed these partnerships, like that could be part of it is trying to entice people towards them because like, yeah, so many people are going to college who are undecided and you know looking for where it's like well i like to do these kind of things like what's a job that you know aligns with that other people have a very clear goal and if it's like yeah we have a great partnership with the local health system or whatever if you have this major that's a very you know gainfully employing in demand thing like they, we know what they're looking for and here's how you can get there and even the idea of like 
after your first year, if you've taken certain courses, you can get certain certifications and start working, see if you like the organization. And if not, I mean, it certainly is applicable or sort of transferable anywhere, but like it at least kind of gives you like a target. And if you don't have a target yet, how can we like sort of embed all these variety of different tools and platforms and just, you know, approaches to help people, you know, help these students to figure out what they want to do. So I think that that is just such a powerful impact if you're having these partnerships is that you can kind of really clearly showcase something versus it being more like theoretical or at worst, like you're really just putting it wholly on the student's shoulders to kind of just try to hustle and figure it out and get those, you know, internships or whatever. Because yeah, like that meeting in the middle where it's like, yeah, it behooves us to make internships available to students because they're probably going to be more likely to want to work here, you know, like and get the skills that we're looking for, or build those relationships, whatever. And so I guess to really kind of, you know, say, yeah, like you're saying, you know, an institution should invest more in career services in a perfect world. Like, so if they were to do that and have these students be able to explore more career options and those sorts of things, build these partnerships with, with uh, industry, what would be the impact for them? Like, what would be sort of the, the positive outcome that they would see? For the institutions. Yeah. You know, I think when I look at it, I mean, institutions are, are living learning labs. And when you think about it from the industry perspective, we both need each other. And so I think, you know, this is where there's significant opportunities to really go deeper and think of what higher ed and industry partnerships look like. And so my experience, particularly my higher ed experience, I've, I've been privileged to serve at institutions where we built programs and never built them without getting an industry partner aligned. For example, was part of a project when I served at Harrisburg University of Science and Technology, where we partnered with the UPMC Schools of Nursing to open up a nursing program on our campus that ultimately then went right into an RN to BSN and right into a master's. When I was at Lebanon Valley College, when we looked at the need to launch a master's in clinical psych, we were able to partner with Wellspan Health. And, and that be, they became an anchor partner, which meant they, they contributed hundreds of thousands of dollars to ultimately support the creation, the development, and the ongoing effort of that program. I think this is, again, where higher ed has, a, has an opportunity to really think about, you know, what does the career center of the future look like to really meet the needs of our students? And where can industry support us? Because industry needs those students. They need them as a workforce every single day. Every single large employer has this significant need. And so we've really got to come together to look at what does the continuous learning experience look like for the students? Because as you're, when you're in industry, even after they've graduated, you still have needs to educate them. And how can that industry employer partner further engage the academic partner to continue that journey, I think is really critical. So I think there's great opportunity. I think there's there's enhanced philanthropic opportunity. There's enhanced corporate engagement opportunity. And I would say, you know, many, many cases, uh, a happy employer is going to mean a happy institution. When you when you look at, you know, those types of experiences, there there's great success. And we all know that we all share in that success when that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think that like you said, it just can really, if you sort of plant the seed and start somewhere, you're going to end up in a place where there's just like the possibility, the potential of so many different things where like, you know, you, you see where it's like 
corporation or something sponsors this like learning lab or something where it's just like there's a lot of goodwill garnered and they want to sort of like invest in creating more meaningful learning opportunities just as a philanthropic partner and you know i I think the kind of like just connection like you're saying where like the mentality that you would be clicking into as an institution of like we don't have to go it alone. Like we can leverage folks on the outside to supplement us, augment us, and just sort of provide the the potential for growth in areas that we may not have ever imagined were possible, or just like we can kind of, you know, get ahead of the curve a little bit in the sense of like, you know, institutions deliberately are these sort of, you know, venerable institutions that aren't like prone to just changing on a dime, It's but they can at least like kind of have a partner who is very much sort of like on that razor's edge potentially of like knowing exactly like, yep, this is what's coming. And if we can sort of like get ahead of this and, you know, adjust, you know, how we're sort of educating people, what we're educating them about, then, you know, it's going to keep you relevant as an institution and that that industry partner is going to get what they need as well. So, you know, this is very expansive, complex work. I think, it, you know, it can be, uh, I'm sure it's just like grueling in its own way, but as an internal optimist, like what excites you about this sort of work? It does feel like it's like in a unique time, like it's really having its moment where I'm sure just more people are sort of apt to be kind of clued into the conversation or open to sort of like starting this conversation. But yeah, just what, what's exciting you about this work right now? I think what's exciting me is there's there's more of an openness to think differently around how you partner between academia and industry. And I think a lot of that, to your point, is coming out of necessity when you're dealing with recruitment challenges and you're dealing with retention challenges on the employer end, you've certainly got a lot to deal with. And I think in healthcare, particularly, you're starting to see more of an embrace of cert, you know, of certificates and certifications uh, beyond, you know, where they historically have embraced it. You're just starting to see a little bit more of an openness in that perspective, which I think is is certainly a good thing. Um, particularly for career and economic mobility, we've got to start to realize that we're not going to just always. And I know, you know, from an accreditation standpoint, there are some areas where you've got to have a bachelor's degree, but in the areas where you don't currently need it, that doesn't mean we require. It. It means how do we support that employee to go, you know, get a certification and then support them to go and get their bachelor's degree if that's the desire that they have. You know, I think that's what excites me is is the desire to start to see more and more of a movement here to look at this as a journey and, and really about mobility. And when we do that, we will truly not just transform an organization, but we can certainly transform uh, life for that individual as well. Yeah, I mean, that's something where it's just like, we can't forget, I guess, just sort of, you know, this moment for students is like, for them getting a gainfully employing job. It's like, yeah, that's really important. And just like important for society. I mean, like having a qualified person doing a job and having a person who is gainfully employed, like that's a good thing. And then just, yeah, I mean, these institutions staying current, staying relevant. And yeah, like it, it's, because it, I feel like at times it can feel very like, utopic or something where it's just like everybody's happy we're all getting what they want it's like it is possible though it is like you know but it's kind of a hard-fought thing and it it is a continuous thing of just sort of always kind of monitoring where things are at and how you can just kind of keep adjusting keep relevant keep getting people in the roles that society needs and it's going to be beneficial to that person and to society and all of our various organizations and uh, institutions and everything but just an exciting time because it feels like it, it is that thing where 
as much as higher institutions are slow to change, like this is one of those areas where it's adding that right dose of sort of innovation and change and just kind of improvement, which, yeah, just is uh, really great to see. We will end, though, as we always do. If you want to share final thought, call to action, just sort of a powerful, inspirational message, no pressure, but just, uh, yeah, final thoughts and the episode, uh, you know, on this topic. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the thing I would just say is I think as I have learned really throughout my career, and I've always said this, you know, when I started my career in healthcare, I saw the benefit of having really an educational institution and a healthcare system come together in the region where I served and truly help transform that region. And I firmly believe that when eds and meds comes together, just like other industries, we can truly improve the economic vitality of a region. And I think that's the type of thinking we've got to get to across this nation. In rural, suburban, urban communities, we've got to bring the two anchor institutions together because we're so much stronger when we're, the, when we're together in these situations. And so that's what I would share as a closing thought. Yeah. I mean, that is like really powerful because like, I, I guess it's sort of layman in this area a little bit, like the idea of those two anchor institutions is like, yeah, that is, that is kind of right. They're always like the other two big employers. And I mean, share a lot of similarities, I guess, in a lot of ways of like just the size and scope and those sort of things. But and I guess it makes sense where like, you know, a lot of higher institutions have a medical system that's sort of under their umbrella. Maybe they're working a lot more closer together. But if that's not the case, then yeah, I think you've shared a very powerful and compelling perspective on why that should be the case. So I definitely appreciate you and, and the work that you're doing and all that you shared for this episode. Just a quick kind of crash course on higher institutions, how they can better develop, you know, workforce partnerships with industry and why that's important. So um, I appreciate you uh, jumping on to share all that you did. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, all Zach here from Enrollify. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing by the month and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. Our shows feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts. Learn from Mickey Baines, Jeremy Tears, Jamie Hunt, Corinne Myers, Jamie Gleason, and many, many more. You can learn more about the Enrollify Podcast Network at podcasts.enrollify.org. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea. Find yours at podcasts.enrollify.org.